Okay, we are going to start the meditation first. Please find a comfortable posture. <clears throat> Keep your back straight as much as you can. Gently close your eyes. Take few deep, long breaths, let go, relax your body, relax your mind. Experience relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body, feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. <clears throat> Practicing loving-kindness is not the job to do, just making our intention. Then maintain then that intention in your mind. Then whatever you do in life, after you train your mind that way, you can maintain that intention throughout the day. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. Can you bring their faces into your mind? Some of your family members are not in this world right now. Maybe they are gone. But still, we all have memories of them. Is it possible for you to practice loving-kindness for each of your family members? Wishing them well, happy and peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. You can repeat those three words inside voice. Then maintain it. <coughs>
Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. Mind wanders, that is the nature of the mind. Mind doesn't like rules, therefore don't control it, let it be, but you can be a silent observer, observing what is coming, what is away from your mind. Whatever come to your mind is not an issue. The issue is your reactions.
Now observe your mind, observe your body. <coughs> How do you feel right now? Are you feel relaxed physically? I hope you are mentally calm, even a little. Now bring your palms together close to your heart. Make a wish for the day. You are just starting a new day, new morning. How you are going to live today? With loving kindness, with good intentions, well-being for yourself, well-being for the others. May peace be with you. May you be well, may you be happy, may you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa Bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhasse Namo Tasse Bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhasse Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sangang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sangang saranang gachami Tatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Tatiyampi sangang saranang gachami Anichavata sankara Upadvaya dhammino 
Good morning, everybody. So happy to see you all. So this week, um, today, and whole this month, we are celebrating Buddha's life, his birth, his attainment to uh, nirvana or enlightenment, or his passing away, his death. So today, this evening, uh, Blue Lotus Temple, we are celebrating Buddha's birthday, we call the Buddha's birthday, big birthday party. Right? How many years? Which birthday? 2,665 years. <laughs> right? So, it's very interesting that many years we are celebrating somebody's life, which is so beautiful. So, maybe you can hear about that this evening um, at the event. So you can see temple is decorated for that. So anyway, I'm not going for the, that direction. So we all have mind. When we have our mind, what do you do with our mind every day? Thinking. If you are thinking too less, it is an issue. <laughs> if you're thinking too much, that's the issue too. <laughs> so that's why in the Buddhist teaching, we always talking about mindful thinking. Mindful thinking. So if you don't have mindful thinking, all the problems come after that. So using our mind, if you are not mindful, what you are doing every day, creating stories, mental phenomena, you are creating all the stories throughout the day, day and night, sometimes daydreaming. So then now think about you, are keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking. If you are really not managing them, not controlling, don't use the word control. Control doesn't work. If you are not managing them, if you are not aware about them, what will happening is creating more problems in your life and also creating more problems out of your life in the society, in the family, wherever you are. So now we are thinking and thinking, thinking mindfully. If you are thinking mindfully, then you become so harmonious. Then you are not creating issue, any internal struggles, or then external thinking. Then whatever we think, we are not mindful, we are shooting it out. What are the things we are using? Sometimes we become, whatever we are thinking, we are creating physical reactions. People do that, right? Thinking and thinking and thinking. Then people become physical or bodily activities. It can be very negative if you are not mindful. Then what is the next one? One is the now mind here, then it's become physical or what is the other one? Speaking, yes, it's some, sometimes it's become verbal. So today I'm talking about the verbal part. Some days, you know, I'm a talker, right? I'm, every day I'm talking in front of people. I'm not talking about the gossip or anything, so I'm talking to people. Now think about some weekends when I'm traveling, I don't know, maybe six, seven hours, especially for the weekend, one day, I'm 
talking to people. If I do like a three workshops, <laughs> that means I'm talking almost five, six hours to each group. So end of the day, I feel I want to be quiet. <laughs> I feel it's a really good thing for me. Sometime after I've done my talking part, then I'm going kind of inward, I'm more quiet. When I'm quiet, people think something wrong with me. Bhante, you are so quiet. Do you think something wrong when somebody's quiet? I don't think so. It's, you know, when you are quiet, that means you are thinking, recollect your thoughts, and try to understand more about yourself and uh, throughout the day what the person did. All those things. I like to be quiet. And also after talking hours to the people, after I come home or wherever I am, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I want to go to room. I want to have my free time. You know, I think it's very important. So the during the Buddha's time, one daily practitioner who come to the temple to visit the temple, meet the Buddha, meet the monks, like you. He was came to the temple, he met the one of the big disciples of the Buddha, and he said to him, I am here to listen to the Dharma talk, so please give me a wisdom talk. I want to hear that. So this monk, he's a really powerful monk, Buddha's right-hand disciple, that means number one, he was thinking this man is a regular. Maybe he's practicing more meditation. He gave a very deep, 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 deep Dharma talk. This man didn't understand even one what he said. Now what is happening? He was disappointed, upset, mad. He was thinking he is not good monk. He gave so many information too deep. It's crazy. I didn't get it. Then he went to um, another monk, attendant Ananda, Buddha's, you know, the attendant. He's very easygoing monk, very simple. Then he complained to him, I went to other monk, I asked him to give me a Dharma talk, he gave me a talk, I couldn't understand nothing. He's crazy, he's not a good teacher, but he's an enlightened monk. Now he's complaining about other monk and asking this monk, how about you give me a talk? Then after listening to his complaint, attendant Ananda was thinking, maybe it is too deep what he did. Anyway, I am going to give him a very simple Dharma talk. Then he said, very simple, profound, you know, great teaching. He doesn't like it. Then he realized it is too simple. I get it, I know all those things. Why he is talking to me simple things? I don't like it. Then he is not happy about it. Then what he did, he went to another monk. He was sitting there and meditating. Then he bowed to this monk and asked, you know, I went to that big disciple. He gave me a deep dharma talk, which I really don't like it. I didn't get nothing. <laughs> then I went to the attendant, Ananda. He gave me a very simple dharma talk. I don't like it. I'm not a kid. I understand everything. So I don't like his talk too. Now you give me a talk. Then he gave, <laughs> he said something simple. Just be mindful. Just one, two, three words, he said. 
Oh my God, he is disappointed. Why? He thinks, I don't understand things. Why he make it so short? Why he use few words? Now having all those three complaints in his mind, he's upset mentally. Now verbally he's accusing all the three monks and went to the Buddha. <laughs> so then complaining to the Buddha about all those three monks. That monk gave a dear Dharma talk. This monk gave me a very simple Dharma talk. Other monk gave very few words. He was quiet most of the time. I don't like it. Then Buddha said, problem is not with those monks. Problem is with you. If somebody talk deep things, people are complaining. If somebody talking something simple, still people are complaining. If somebody is quiet and less talking, still people are complaining. So when I was young, as, I, as everybody knows, I'm talking all the time. I was talking even when I am, like a parrot, like a kid. And so when I'm traveling with my teacher, like age maybe 13, 14, always I'm behind my teacher, I have to go with him. So my nature, like a kid, if I see something, I always no control over it. Even he's doing something middle of nowhere, I'm asking, why is that color like that? Why is it too tall? Why it is too big? Then I was asking maybe thousands questions middle of the road one day. Then he was a little upset why I keep asking questions. He said, you had to be quiet. <laughs> Always when I'm busy, don't ask questions. I said, okay. Then he came to the temple with me. Then Monday morning, that's the time he's giving our weekly advices to the young monks. So he gave me advice, you are too much talking all the time, too many questions. So you had to learn how to be mindful about what you are talking. Uh, you know, 15 years old, I don't get it what he's talking about. And then he said, think about an owl, the bird. What owl does? Then I said, I don't know. <laughs> and then he said, there are some qualities in owl, that bird. He always <clears throat> open his eyes widely. You have seen owls, right? What he does? He always watch. Like this. Open eyes, watch. Oh, that's good. So as a monk, don't talk always. Open your eyes, watch. I said, okay, I got it. Then what else? Then I said, he has two big ears. What he does? That means he's always listening. Less talking, just listening. As a monk, don't talk always. Just listen. I said, okay. What else? I said, that's it. Then he said, no, 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 no. There's a one more thing. Owl, always sitting on a tree branch, what he does, he always say, mm-hmm, 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 like shaking his head, like say, mm-hmm. Really? So then, um, it means 
As a monk, people will come to you with thousand ideas, opinion, questions. No need to answer everything. They need the answer, but no need to answer everything verbally. What you have to do? You have to shake your head and say, mm-hmm. Then I didn't get that time. Then he said, you don't get these things right now. But after you become a big monk, <laughs> you will understand what I said. Oh my God, thanks to my teacher. I get it now. Now people come to the temple or meet me, telling me so many things. If they are telling me so many things about them, which is okay to hear, why they need the answer. If people come here and talk about so many things about other people, what I had to do? I had to say, mm-hmm, shake my head. Why is that? If I start to talk about those people <laughs> with that person, it's become wrong speech. Why is that? Then I start to talk about gossip. I don't want to be a participate in that. So therefore, I can see most of the time, people cannot manage their verbal, you know, interaction. Talking, they cannot manage. When we are talking, as I said, thinking lot, then we are projecting the, our physical body, then come out, then we are projecting to the our words and come out, so the words are the most powerful tools we have. Why we have to use the words? To communicate. Why we have to communicate? To have a harmony in life, using the words. If we are not really using the words harmonious way, it is, not, it is affecting to you negatively, it is affecting to other people negatively. Sometimes Buddha answer the question many different ways. When somebody come to the Buddha and asking a question, he give a direct answer, very direct answer. Some situation, people ask a question from the Buddha, he don't give him a you know, direct answer, he asks another question. That's a smart way, right? Another questions. Then sometimes people asking questions, Buddha is totally quiet. No answer at all. Maybe shaking the head. So why? If he say yes or no, both become issue. <laughs> Therefore, he doesn't want to participate, yes or no. He stay calm. So what I am trying to tell you today, watch your mouth. <laughs> Watch, I had to watch my mouth too. Sometimes our words are so sweet. When people are so sweet, too much sweetness in that, I'm concerned. Even people are too much rough words coming out, of course we are concerned. So, why we use the word harmonious speech that are one of the path of the eightfold path. 
Now you can see all those eight over there, the, all the beautiful stained glasses. Recently we put it up. Thank you, uh, Duane. Where is Duane? Yes. Thank you so much and giving me that idea. <laughs> and so now we have those, you know, you can read all those things. You know, you can see harmonious speech. So when we use the words, it will bring harmony to you. It will bring harmony to other people. After you use words, after you use words, end of the day, if you feel guilty about it, that means something wrong, how you use your words. After you use your words, negative way, it is eating to somebody, it is not good either. One time, one of our members here, I don't want to say the name, but I know he's not here today. And um, I was middle of the Chicago, getting ready for the class in the evening around 7 o'clock. This man called me and asked me to come to his house to sit down with him. Then I was listening to his complaint. I didn't see any big deal. He's living in Wisconsin. And he asked me, Bhante, please come to my house. I want to sit with you. I don't have a car today to come to the temple. I said, I'm middle of the downtown area. I will finish my class around 9, which means coming to Wisconsin. <laughs> It's a whole nother drive, maybe midnight, one in the morning, I will come to your house. Do you want it? Oh, it's still fine, you can come. I said, no, it doesn't happen today. Thank you so much to American people, you trained me how to say no. <laughs> and so, <laughs> it was very difficult in my life to say no as a monk, because always we are in the service, now I'm very comfortable to say no. I said, it is not life-threatening, it's not urgent, you can manage it, you have the teaching, I don't want to come today. No, he said, no, Bhante, it is okay, totally. If you want to sleep here, I will arrange it. I said, no, it doesn't work today. Then what he said, he said, you are the most unkind monk I ever met. <laughs> they, then he hung up the phone. Then I was thinking to myself, oh my God, what is this words? Now, cannot do much, why? He hung up the phone. So I didn't take it seriously. Then I thought, that's not my problem. So anyway, I came back to the temple next Saturday when I'm teaching here. Exactly, he was sitting here in the middle seat. Then after meditation, I went to the social room. He came to me and said, Bhante, I want to apologize. I said, apology is a good thing. To apologize to who? To you, because I verbally, I kind of abuse you. I said something mean to you. I said, you are not mean to me at all. If you did mean to me, that means I had to take it. <laughs> I didn't take it. That's yours. You know, apology is a good thing, but you have to apologize to yourself if you want. Nothing to do with me. Then he said, no, I'm very sorry. My words are not correct. You are a good monk. I said, thank you, but nothing to do with me. That's how you see me. Other you know, day you were thinking, I'm an unkind monk. That's yours. Today you are thinking I'm a good monk. That's yours too. <laughs> Why? I said, I am tired. I am exhausted. Live my life based on others' words. Because I have to be truthful to myself. 
if I know about my practice, other people's words I don't take seriously. If there is no life-threatening to anybody, I am so quiet. Certain situation, when people using the words, I hear so many things. Being a leader is a, not a big job. Why? It doesn't matter. I am 10,000 miles away from the United States. People message me and telling me this and that. Now think about it. All this complaint and that complaint. Certain things, I want to be quiet. Certain situation, I was quiet like four years. People don't like when I'm quiet. So even I'm talking, they don't like it. Even I'm talking less, they don't like it. Even I'm quiet, they don't like it. Do you think that's my problem? I don't think so. Most of the time, people don't know their limits. When we are using our words, most of the time, we are talking about what? Now you look at your, observe yourself. So you are talking every day, right? You all are, all are talking. What are the things you are talking? About self, okay, okay, good. What else? Huh? Yes, talking about others lot. You know, what else? When you're talking about others, what are the things you are talking? <laughs> Judging. Okay, what else? I can hear people love to talk about the negative things. It's very interesting. People love to talk about the negative things. Why are we attracted to that? Huh? Why are we attracted to that? Okay, I will give you an answer, Jason. Thank you so much. <laughs> Why? They have lots of inner issues. Inside conflicts. And also, they feel bored. They feel lonely. They are looking for troubles. Why? They are lonely. Now think about, when, you know, one day I had the thought. So I'm driving a lot in the area when I'm here. So when I'm driving to a class like an hour or hour and a half, one direction, then I'm in the car. One day I had the thought in my mind, middle of the driving, it's so boring. Then I felt I want to call somebody. Then my phone is on the passenger seat. I was putting, while I'm driving, put my hands to the phone like this. Then I was thinking to myself, why I'm planning to take this call? You know, thought came to my mind. You know, even I didn't grab the phone, I put my hands on. Why I want to call this person? I was thinking to myself. Then I was thinking, if I call this person, then what I'm going to say? Then I was thinking, talking about myself or talking about somebody else. There is a couple of people we call all the time back and forth. When we, we made the decision, if we call, if we are talking to each other, most of the time we try to spend time to talk about the Dharma, talk about the wisdom. I know one person, because of that harmonious speech, we always talk years one day he came to me and said, Bhante, because of you, you call me most of every day, or I call you every day, because of you, I turn my life to the Dharma practice. Why? Every time when you call me, every time I call you, you always something, oh, talk about this sutra, did you read this teaching? So go and check this book. 
I'm always, when we are talking hours sometimes, especially when I'm driving. So why? So I want to give some, my words, I want to give it to people, bring harmony into their life. Because the words, it's the most powerful tool we have. So therefore use your words mindfully and select how you are going to say it and think before you say it, then you feel better. So, couple of situations here at the temple, so people come here to meditate. Now when you come here to longer period of time, then you become a kind of familiar here in this room with the people and so in the beginning, the purpose when you come to the people for find inner peace. That's the purpose, right? When you come to the temple. After stay longer period of time in the temple, then you are making connection with the people. Then what happened? Oh my God, they totally forget about the mindfulness practice. Then what? Yeah, they are talking to each other about other people. So recently, one day, one person came to me and said, Bhante, be careful. There are lots of gossipers, gossiping people. People come to me and say things. So then I said, why they are coming and say things to you? I don't know, they like to talk. <laughs> I said, every time when they say something, tell them, I am not the person to talk about it. If you want to talk about the things, go and talk to Bhante directly. I don't like when people talk about me or the temple without me or without other, you know, the important person. So, if you want to tell me the truth, you come and tell me the truth now. If I cannot handle it, when you say that, that's my problem. So, all these monks know really well. So, when we have a monks meeting, I am the leader, I am the senior of the temple. And so, when we have our annual meeting, I give each monks like a 10 minutes, talk about their progress, talk about their life, how they are doing, what, what kind of help they need. And also the last part of their speech, tell me all the mistake I did, all the things I have to correct myself as a leader. I have seen few places they can talk to the leader like that in front of his or her face. I said, if you want to say something good about it, which is wonderful, thank you. If you want to talk about the bad things about me, negative things, difficult things with me, tell me in front of my face. Then, if I can correct it, I can correct it. If I want to explain it, I can explain it. That's what we call the mindful speech. If you are not talking to the right person about the issue and talking to the other people, you are not helpful. Make sense? You are not helpful. I have a couple of monks um, in my community. They are very direct with me, which I really love. Certain things I don't like to hear, as I said. If I don't like it, where's the problem? In me. Then I had to address that. But you or them, you can tell me directly. That's what I call the harmonious speech. Harmonious speech. So when I start this place, 21 years ago, Jason is here, Bill is here, the, my first students. And so, everybody knows 
what is the intention was behind in this whole story to create peaceful living space for the people because i committed myself completely my life for this place this community to support and bring peace to them so which is wonderful thing i did so therefore my pure intention i did it for the temple name of the temple teaching of the buddha bringing peace to the world so when i make that decision to start this temple i made the decision i don't want to take any penny any money any resources from the temple for my personal life now last 20 years i i kept myself very pure this intention i just giving my time and energy to the temple i am not taking things from the temple so therefore i am telling you all the members of the temple this is a very powerful place why this place created with deep loving compassionate mindful intention so if somebody come to this place and not get in the teaching i am going to be quiet about it but automatically dharma the power of the teaching will get rid those people the analogy i use for that i remember always my teacher told me that when certain things get into the ocean it is not belong to the ocean sometime you know all the garbage or whatever what will happen if it's get into the ocean finally oh uh, yes coming back to the show that means ocean knows it is not belong to me so last night i was thinking to myself if people are negative here not creating the dharma practice here in this building i am going to do the last job but before that dharma itself get rid those people from this door out if dharma don't do that i am very good go and lock the door <laughs> why is that because my goal to serve people for their peace if people come here and creating more issues i don't want those people here so definitely i put them out i lock the door i can do that if they get mad with me i'm okay with that <laughs> so why my intention is pure so therefore what i'm asking you watch your words don't gossip maintain yourself so then what i did today i uh, created a document how buddha create use hits harmonious speech this is very powerful to me okay so this is how buddha used the words i think we all can try this if it is not truthful and not helpful don't say it get it if it is not truthful not helpful don't say it the second one if it is truthful and not helpful don't say it three if it is not truthful and helpful don't say it the last one i love the last one if if it is both truthful and helpful how do you feel say no <laughs> then buddha said if it is both truthful and helpful can you guess no 
wait for the right time. How powerful that! If you know, that's why he said certain things as this monk. Certain things I really want to say it, but I know if I say it, it's creating an issue. Then why is that? Maybe I am distracted. Then therefore I am waiting for the right time. So December, last December twelfth, then the thirteenth I was flying to Hawaii. Ten o'clock at night I'm packing. Early morning I had to get up. Then I got a text message from somebody. That text message, actually I have on my phone. That person said, so many years in the beginning to now. He is coming to the temple. Maybe twenty years he is practicing here. Then he sent me a text message. Bante, I don't like you anymore. I don't like all the blue lotus monks anymore. I don't like the Buddha anymore. I don't like his teaching anymore. I don't like all the other religions anymore. I don't like all other religious leaders anymore. I don't like bo- books anymore. I I don't like all those things anymore. He said, "Sorry to use the all are BS." That's what he said. Then he said, "You all are fake. You all are fake." Now think about the ten thirty at night. I got this message. You know. Now think about Jason or Bill. You know, twenty one years you are with me. If Bill sent me a message something like that, as a human being, how I had to feel? Hurts, right? Even a moment I felt. Holy what? <laughs> so then I was thinking. Usually I don't like when people are waiting for my answer. Then I was the moment I was distracted. Then I was thinking if I send the message to this person right now, he doesn't see my message and wisdom. He see my distractions. Therefore, it's not life-threatening. I'm going to be quiet. I send a quick message, my friend. Thank you so much for your. Text message. I got it. I will get back to you soon. Why? I want to calm down myself. Then I was flying nine hours from here to Hawaii, and I had the lots of time to talk, think about it. Then I was mindful, thinking, calm down. Then I landed. I went to the house where I was staying. I sent him a nice text message. I don't talk about his problem at all. I didn't talk about it. I said last. Forty plus years, I am practicing as a monk. I did lots of academic, lots of studies, lots of reading, lots of teachers' guidance, and all those things. I think if my practice is hundred percent, five percent, I can see all those things. Five percent of my practice received from outside. All ninety-five percent I did for myself. Therefore, I am the problem. I am the solution. I just sent a text message. I didn't talk about his problem at all. Then within a five minute, I got another text message. Bante, I love you so much. You are the best teacher ever. I'm very sorry for my distractions. Now think about in that moment. Usually I call that person. If I call that person, what will happen? My word coming out not good. So therefore, what I said, I know it is truthful. I know it is helpful. <laughs> But I was waiting for what? Right time. What? What is the right time? I have to be in the right place in my mind. So therefore, today I'm asking you how you are going to use your speech.
wherever you are. So especially this room, if I see, if I hear, if somebody is gossiping, you will see Bhante Sujata, who is loving kindness monk. <laughs> right? So I'm going to say something, I'm going to do something, but still, my loving kindness is there, but I know how to hiss. I know how to be a cobra. I hiss without biting you. Does it make sense? So, I love you all, no matter what you are doing in the world. So, therefore, please be in this place peacefully and lovingly. Take care of yourself. Otherwise, it's really, you are destroying, you are losing your time here in this place. Any thoughts, any questions? You have any issue about the right, you know, harmonious speech? Less talk is a really best thing though. Right? Before you put something out, we have to think and think and think before we say it. Okay. I hope everybody learned something beautiful. And go and talk more and more. <laughs> and be mindful <laughs> what you are talking about.